0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org.
1: So this morning, I want to say a few words about taking in the good. A few weeks ago, I went to hear Rick Hansen uh, speak about his new book, Hardwiring Happiness. Was anybody there? Rick has taught here and teaches at Spirit Rock. He's the author of Buddha's Brain and now his latest one, Hardwiring Happiness. And what I took away from that talk, it was a very excellent talk, was this idea of taking in the good or... Allowing ourselves to experience the pleasant, the skillful, the happiness. So often we don't, right? Throughout our day, there may be many moments that are quite pleasant, happy, skillful, and typically they just go by. You know, we might sort of, in a very quick way, acknowledge, oh yeah, but then we're on to the next thing. And Rick explained that our brains are, have a natural bias to the negative, which he understands as um, being from the reptilian brain, from the time when there literally was danger lurking um, everywhere, at every corner. You never knew what kind of wild animal you were going to come upon or what, what dangerous situation. So it was quite natural that the brain um, would be on the lookout for the negative. But now that's not the case at least there aren't wild animals there might be other dangers but we can relax a bit we don't need to be so hyper vigilant but we carry that old pattern of you know constantly being on the lookout and with the new neuroscience discoveries that that the brain actually is capable of change. We didn't know that for a long time. We didn't think it was. But now, with um, the discovery of neuroplasticity, we find that the brain can literally change. So, whereas we may have um, developed a groove in the brain towards negativity or towards judgmentalness, research is finding that we can Change that groove. We don't, we're not condemned to go down that path forevermore. And inclining our minds or shifting our minds to take in the positive, to take in the happiness, the peacefulness and really allow ourselves to experience it is one way to shift make a shift in those grooves now i'm not suggesting that that we you know grasp on to an experience hold on to it i'm not suggesting either that we push away an unpleasant or so-called negative experience it's not about either one but it is about opening allowing ourselves to fully experience the pleasant that is already there recognizing the number of moments throughout our day that are very pleasant It makes me think of this story, and I've probably said it here several times, but when the Dalai Lama was out visiting and someone was driving him down Highway 1 and he saw the beautiful, beautiful view driving down 1 and he turned to who was with him and said, I hope you all enjoy this. Yeah. We have this beautiful coastline Enjoy it. So it's kind of like that. Enjoying what we have or enjoying what is available to us. And if we don't find something in the moment, then we can go to a a memory, a previous experience, and allow ourselves to fully take that in to fully experience that. Now you might think that that this is uh, like positive thinking or affirmations or... It's not. It's not suggesting anything that isn't already there, that isn't already true. It is simply becoming aware, uh, significantly aware of what is already there and opening to it, enjoying it, experiencing it fully. Why, you might say? Because, I'm sure you have found, as I have, that when we come from a place of contentment, of happiness, of well-being, of feeling a sense of well-being, then that's what we offer to the world. Then we're not putting um, resistance or negativity or a tightness out into the world. We're offering an openness, an open-heartedness. Decisions that we make from that space things that we say, things that we do, when they come from that space, tend to be much more skillful, have a much more positive effect. And so we are really benefiting not only ourselves, but those around us. And it is possible, Rick suggests, to hold both a happy, contented, positive experience with a much more difficult experience. The two are not mutually exclusive. And when we can do that, then we tend to to neutralize the difficult experience. Or we tend to... Um, allow it to be in the background or to not be so uh, in our face, not be so strong. So I had a very small experience and, and Rick suggests that these don't have to be big experiences. These can be very small experiences. This morning I got on the freeway at exactly the time I had planned, thinking I had plenty of time to get here. And the freeway was packed. (laughs) I was very surprised. I expected just the opposite because a lot of schools are out and I thought, oh, it'll it'll be smooth sailing today. Well, it wasn't at all. And so I began to get this uptightness. Oh dear, I'm going to be late. Oh, I should have left earlier, but I left just when I planned to. And then it dawned on me, you know, what I was going to talk about today. And so I consciously relaxed. I looked around, the sky was incredibly blue, sunshine, and everything was alive, you know, after rain. I don't know about up here, but in San Jose everything was wet. I guess it rained last night. And there's that freshness, that aliveness when the sun comes out after a rain. And I totally forgot about the traffic. (laughs) And my worry about whether it was going to be late or not. I reminded myself there was absolutely nothing I could do except drive. And uh, I got so relaxed and so into it. At one moment, I sort of awoke. What time is it? (laughs) So I had a very pleasant drive up instead of being tight and and worried and fretting. This is not unlike what the Buddha taught. The Buddha also suggested that we should be aware of moments of loving kindness, of gratitude, of generosity, of peacefulness, of happiness. They're not to be forgotten or skipped over. We should know when we're doing something skillful, when we're being generous, when we're being happy. And I think it's, it's very encouraging and very significant that now we know we can literally change the brain. change those grooves and we can create more happiness, more peacefulness, more lovingness for ourselves and those around us. And Rick suggests at the end of the book that that's his intent. That's his reason for writing this book. So for just a moment, did did anyone have a particular experience that you'd like to share? Mm-hmm.
2: I had uh, two. One was uh, when I went out for my walk a few minutes ago. Uh, it was th- the air against my face felt so good. (laughs) And the other was yesterday, uh, I don't know if it means it's a really early spring, but uh, I noticed the birds were moving into the birdhouse. (laughs) It was really great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you allowed yourself to experience it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Just before you began speaking, at the end of the sitting, I had my eyes open and I was looking at the floor and the thought came to me, I love this body. And for me, that is a revolution. <laughs> you know. And it wasn't really emotional, but there was something about it that I really believed. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so as soon as you said, think of something, I just grinned. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you for sharing
3: that. That's lovely. What came to my mind too was um, the experience of tasting. Uh, what you're saying sounds kind of like savoring what mm-hmm. it is that we are experiencing, rather than just flipping by. And I can easily kind of um, extrapolate then to any experience that. And and it, you know it does seem a little. I want to say. I don't want to say tricky, but that's what comes to mind, to not hold on, mm. but yet to savor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that just naturally probably comes about uh, and, and will and more.
1: As Buddhist practitioners, we're so sensitive to that. Yeah. right? We're so sensitive to not clutching, not right. grabbing, not holding on. So, of course that would occur to us. Oh, am I grasping? But no, when when we're just opening, savoring, I love that word. Yes, we're just savoring the experience. As the Dalai Lama suggested, enjoy the view. (laughs) That's it. But um, instead of, as you're saying, just letting it go by and maybe not even noticing or noticing for a moment and then you know, it's on to something else. Yeah. Thanks, Gail.
3: So, um, uh, t- <clears throat> two experiences. One, uh, when you ended the sitting, and you said to think of something uh, positive. Um, I couldn't think of anything. Um, and I thought, well, okay, I know if I put a smile on my face, uh, that changes my my feeling tone. And I did. And um, I was very aware that as soon as I did it, I felt better. I could feel, you know, there was a message that went from, usually the other way around, but went directly from the muscles in my body to mm-hmm. my brain. It mm-hmm. was very, very distinct and noticeable. Um, and... In a less artificial way, uh, this morning, when I got up, um, I went out to get the newspaper, and I was in that half asleep state and not happy to be awake and <laughs> uh, it 's been cold in the morning, so I had you know uh, uh, a hood on and uh, anyway, I went outside and it was a beautiful morning. It was the same morning you just described it had been wet, and it was now warm and it, w- it was just a beautiful early spring morning. And that penetrated. And um, as I, when I noticed it, I just thought to myself, okay, let me, let me just have these few minutes of this. It was a real shift. Um, uh, very nice. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and I think that shift, those few moments, can literally affect your day.
2: I just had an experience I love what you were saying about the openness and the feeling tones and just things can go either way sometimes so quickly I remember I had an experience I was coming back from San Jose and I got like a flat tire and my car broke down and I had to pull off to the side of the road and that had never really happened to me before I was in an area that I was really nervous in and had never been before and I remember sitting in the car and I was I'd called someone and was waiting for them to come help me fix my car and I just remember in that moment it could have I could have gone one way of just sitting there and being angry and frustrated with what was going on, but for some reason in the moment I was just like, you know, let's just go explore and like <laughs> I just got up and got out of the car while I had the time and I just found some little stores that were hidden behind in this place and just had this moment to myself and when this happened I was still not good about um being comfortable being alone by myself without any other company. So it was a really great experience, and it changed my whole rest of my day. I found some fun little trinket, like a coffee mug or something, and I just remember it changed my whole day. Like, my mom was like, oh, what happened? And I was like, oh, my car broke down. But, you know, it was great. And, like, you know, like I had a moment with myself. So I just love talking about being open, and you never know which way things can go sometimes. Great. I think Linda.
0: Yeah, this, this morning my cat um, um, always comes into the bedroom. Um, I don't let her in except in the morning when I'm, I'm getting ready. And she goes immediately and turns over my trash to see if there's anything edible in there. <laughs> and then she comes out with me and I'm to feed her. And then she goes and, well, this morning she, after pestering me uh, by wanting to sit on my office chair, when I needed to sit on the office chair. She, um, after I evicted her from the office, she went and laid in a patch of sun, first on the couch and then in front of a sliding glass door. And it was just fun to see that that um, I was part of her morning and she was part of my morning. Mm-hmm. And um, still a little little
1: life there. hmm mm-hmm. A little life to save her. Mm-hmm. hmm mm-hmm. Good. Well, thank you all for that sharing. Um, Of course, in his book, Rick says much, much more. But for me, that's the kernel. That if we can learn, if we can practice really opening to all those wonderful moments that maybe we haven't even been paying attention to, how it can change our attitude and at the same time literally change our brains. So thank you.